30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. 9 o'clock, open line hour, one 767 rosie for you you can also find that number at rosieonthehouse.com. It's on the bottom of every page. You can text questions to 411-923, or you can send an email to info at rosieonthehouse.com. That's a great way if you need to include a picture or a short video of what you are working on to describe or get a little bit of identification. That's a great source, info at rosieonthehouse.com. Uh, we monitored all three of those. And the email and the phone number were uh, 24-7 through the office. The text is just during the broadcast at 411-923. This week, we had the Consumer Electronic Show. Uh, was in Vegas. Always, uh, We did not attend this year. We found with those, you've got to attend about every three or four years. There's When it comes to the electronic side of things, sure, there's always something new, but so many of the things never make it to market. So you go about every three or four years, and then you've got a new, uh, fresh wave of content to cover. And one of the things that was in there is we've been saving articles. And and (laughs) try not to get off a tangent on the news, but it drives me nuts the way news is covered. Water was a huge topic for, I have so much content I've gathered. And then they haven't covered anything but the wall for like the last three weeks. Finally, today, there is an update on the water topic. But for three weeks, it's wall, wall, wall. I'm like, uh, we've still got this water situation going on. Uh, did y'all forget about that? All you want to talk about is the wall. The other W story. <laughs> yeah, the other W story. It's like, uh, you know, it's you've got multiple different news sources, but it's like there's a strange thing that, well, if they're talking about this topic, we need to be talking about that topic, too. And Tim Allen actually tried to capture it in a movie where he was a newspaper columnist. And he's like, there's already six people working on the the, the crisis. They already – the readers know we've got to cover this other story that no one else is. And they're like, no, we've got to cover this because you're the columnist. He really – he tried to capture just the – the mentality of of the industry that uh, was pretty funny. So we finally are back on the water topic. And a new thing that was released at this Consumer Electronics Show is actually in Scottsdale, something I never heard of till I got this press release. And we spent some time doing a little bit of research on them. And we've got a couple contact forms that we filled out. But what this does is it looks like a modern solution to an old survival technique that they teach on how to create your own water in the desert. If you ever get lost in the desert and every single survival bag and backpack that I carry when I'm out uh, out in the desert has thick black plastic. And what you do is if you ever run out of water, you can't find a water source, the last thing you need to, and to do is expend a lot more energy running around looking for more. <laughs> so dig a hole. I know that I just said don't <laughs> use a lot of energy and digging a hole takes a lot of energy. But what you can do to make your own water is you dig a little hole. And in the middle of the hole, you put a cup. Then you put the plastic over the hole and you use rocks and dirt to hold the plastic on there. Then right in the middle of the plastic where your cup is underneath the hole, put a rock on top of the plastic. And the air will condensate on that plastic 
and roll to the low point where that rock is and drip into your cup. If you watch the show Mythbusters, they did it. They were able to do it. Didn't get a lot of water, but they were on a survival uh, trip in this particular case. But how, it, it how does deep work. is that hole? How deep? How deep is the hole? Deep enough to get your cup in there. Okay, just that deep? <laughs> All right. The deeper you go, the more airspace you have, and the more airspace you have underneath the plastic, the more moisture will be trapped in there, and it'll condensate. So, But you don't want to completely burn yourself out digging this hole either, so it's got to be a balance. But while you're sitting there and waiting for this to collect, it's a lot easier for a rescue team to find you in one spot where you've got, uh, you know, SOS written in rocks or branches. Then, you know, finding a still target's easier than finding a moving target. And you've got your water uh, being produced right there. Well, this is what they call zero mass water. And it's a solar panel. They say make water from solar and wind. And I, I think all they're doing is using this to condense the moisture out of the air, and it will produce 8 to 20 standard bottles of water per day. And it will, you can, it, it the, the first thing I thought was this portable. Well, reading through it, no, they're 300 pounds, 340 pounds per panel. But they say uh, they, they can pipe it in a number of different ways. When you, what they call it, dispense options. You can plug it into a countertop dispenser next to your sink. You know, if you've got an RO system, you've got a separate spout for your reverse osmosis purified water. Uh, you could tap it directly into re your refrigerator. You could put this into a, a wall-mounted bottle filler uh, or a freestanding dispenser. So it's, it's a way to pipe water, drinking water, into your kitchen that's made from the moisture in the air outside. If you think about it, you know, this isn't going to solve the answer for irrigation and showers and using it for your laundry or your dishes. But if you took six million people and they were all drinking water that was condensed from the air, what kind of stress reduction would that put on our water supply? You add that up pretty quick and all these, you know, there'll be there's no one solution to the water situation in Arizona. And we do have a, an abundant water supply, but it's not enough to waste. I think Water Use It Wisely has branded that campaign enough to use, not enough to waste. And by smart developments like this, it could be, a, you know, one, one more thing we could do to sustain a growing population in a, <laughs> in a desert environment. Any idea on cost? Nope. They wouldn't give us a cost. All it says is... Uh, con contact us because we need to do a site assessment for uh, for each individual job. But it does say financing available. So I'm guessing it's going to have a, a... A bit pricey. <laughs> but something brand new to the market mm -hmm. is going to yeah. have that. Um, but like I said, we've, we'll look forward to talking to them. They make it right here in Arizona. So it, it's not only is it an Arizona-based company, but they say it's manufactured in Arizona, too. Maybe they'll come in and join us. That's interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to I forwarded it to all of our water treatment partners when I saw this. So we'll get uh, input from all of our water treatment specialists that, uh, that are out there. Another product, Gary, we were talking at the end of December about a solution for package. What do they call them? Porch pirates? People that come by and steal. Right. Yeah, porch pirates. Mm -hmm. Packages off your driveway and how this is likely going to change the, the design of homes that you could have 
uh, built into it a spot for package secure package delivery. Well, there's something new called eDoor. You can go to eDoorDelivery.com. This, I don't see it being a very popular item. It's a very, you know, gadgets. How often do you use a gadget? You get it. It's fun. And then 30 days later, you're like, yeah, yeah that was cool. What's next? <laughs> but this is a front door that has multiple doors on it. And so your delivery guy can show up. And if you've got a square package, you can open the door at the bottom of the door, slip it in and and close it. If you, It's got a tall vertical door. So if your dry cleaning gets delivered to your home, they can use that door for delivery. And it's a door with about... One, two, three, four, five different door options on it for putting packages in it. They even said grocery delivery. <laughs> and grocery delivery, which doesn't look like a great solution if you're getting milk delivered. Right. Um, or you would just have to keep the inside of your home at a very cool temperature if you're going to be gone for an extended amount of time. And when they put the packages in, the inside of the door expands backwards. And I think that's going to be in hit because it becomes very clumsy on the inside. And it doesn't look like a great option. I have a hard time picking opening Secured that inside. Yeah. So somebody could still break through the window on the side, come in, use a knife, cut uh, the fabric, and take your packages that way. So it. It's going to do a lot of good, and it's going to prevent a lot of it, but I don't think this is quite – this is kind of the in-between between the design good thought, of a but new – not quite there yet. <laughs> well, I saw they also suggest you don't have to put it in your door space. You could also put it in a gate or um, you know, other, other ways you could put it, not just – I see door. that I being a lot be... more. You could put it in your garage door, the side of wall of your home. Mm-hmm. You could make a special cut-in. That, I think, is going to be a lot more applicable because you... – You just have to train your delivery people. Yeah, and – and they did have an, another neat one that you attach a wire to the box, and then that way, no matter who moves it next, unless you know the alarm code, it'll start an alarm sound. So it, it's not going to prevent it, but it's going to make a loud noise if somebody grabs it and, and runs off, and it records you the whole time, but somebody could put a mask on and you know still not have, have your identifier that way. So a couple items that came out of the electric show that was in Vegas this week. The Your Home section of the Republic had another one that talks about how Whirlpool and Yumly have combined to uh, create this new cooking application that you use, you use your smartphone to help you cook your meal. It's <laughs> The title is, uh, Homes Are Getting Smarter and Creepier. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is creepy. I remember seeing it the first time. I'm going to say 2005, a refrigerator that they wanted to develop. I haven't seen it hit the market yet, but it will scan what goes into your refrigerator. So it can tell you, okay, I want to, what is in my refrigerator that matches my recipes that I could cook today? And it'll tell you, okay, in your refrigerator right now, you can cook this, this, and this. But it also has to tie into your pantry, and it ties into the expiration date. So it can also notify you that, hey, uh, you know, these items in your refrigerator or your pantry are getting ready to expire and need to be replaced. Neat, but creepy. <laughs> smart home that's too smart. <laughs> that's too smart. And the cream, the cherry on top of all that is it would project a digital image 
to your designated wall or location or countertop space of the recipe so you don't have to worry about trying to flip through the cookbook with dirty hands. It's just all digitally displayed on a surface. So the, the Jetsons <laughs> have <laughs> the arrived. Jetsons. <laughs> all right. That's Rosie on the house with you every Saturday morning. If you missed the 7 o'clock hour, you missed the fact that our Rosie on the House promotion team is at the Casa Grad Home Show today, and they're joining us on the line now. Tell us a little bit about the events going on for all of our Casa Grand and surrounding area listeners. you got Coolidge, Maricopa, Florence. It's kind of a Florence is probably a stretch, but uh, Eloy is a wonderful community. If you've only pass through it on the interstate you missed really a very nice part of arizona susan hey there yes we are down in casa grande we are right off of i-10 between jimmy kerr and florence boulevard and uh, from 10 to 3 o'clock is the casa grande home health and garden show and i'm sitting here with helen newharth she is the president and ceo of the greater casa grande chamber of commerce good morning and for so people helen, that tell us what's uh, going on today For people that don't know about the home show, it's an annual event that we have, uh, 50-plus exhibitors inside, outside, a huge car and truck show. I mean, it's just you look out there right now, and it's just gleaming with all these beautiful uh, antique and uh, model cars. And uh, food vendors, beer garden, DJ music, you name it, we've got it all right here in Casa Grande. And that opens today? How many years has the show been going on? Yes, that opens today. It's from uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. today, right at Jimmy Kerr and I-10 uh, between Florence Boulevard and Jimmy Kerr Boulevard. It's in the uh, what people might know as the old Tanger Outlet Center, but it's uh, Outlet Center, but it's City Gate is what it's called. So come and join us. It's going to be a great day. Well, we appreciate y'all joining us, and you've got the Rosie on the House booth. You can stop by. They've got over 10 different uh, raffle items that they have along with the regular promotion. And speaking of promotion, if you're not uh, going to be able to stop by in person down in Casa Grande, you can win right now. If you know the answer to this trivia question, who is the only ASU player to go on to win the NBA's MVP award? If you know the answer to that, we posed that in our newsletter on Thursday. You had a little time to do a little research. You can text it to the answer to 411-923. All correct answers will just be pulled to the side and picked at random. And we will mail you ASU Sun Devil tickets. Uh, This is against Oregon State. It's Thursday, January 19th at the Wells Fargo Arena. Tickets complement to our sister station, uh, 98.7 Sports. 411-923, if you know who is the only ASU player to go on to win NBA's MVP award. It's 9 o'clock. It's our open line hour. It's also our weekly how-to. We're going to talk about uh, uh, steam cleaning, floors and uh, carpets and tile. This is, you've probably cleaned your floors since the holiday, but maybe not a deep clean. A lot of traffic, a lot more wear on our floors and hard surfaces were uh, happened during the holidays, so we'll be talking about that. We're going to have Jason from First Class Green Cleaning joining us in the next segment to cover that, along with a little bit of update on our 2019 calendars. We got a great uh, email this morning from one of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> 
very nicely. It says, uh, will you be making a 2019 calendar? Question mark. This is Kelly. I absolutely love my 2018 and find it handy to refer to about, uh, I keep it above my home office desk. Keeps me in sync with what to do around the house and yard. Reminds me to tune in on Saturdays. Love your show. Just tuned in this morning. So that's everything that the calendar was designed to do to help you stay up to date with things that uh, you need to maintain around your home castle or cabin. Our ultimate goal with the program is to help uh, homeowners understand their home and help maintain it and live in it to a point where you could sell it at any given moment. Uh, that'll let you enjoy the home. We hear all the time people go to sell a home and then they dump all this money into it and they think, gosh, why didn't I do that before? Why didn't you do that before? Well, this show, this program is to help keep you encouraged uh, to do those things and help maintain them so that items don't need to be replaced regularly. You don't need to uh, you know, paint every five years if you spent the right money to invest in the right paint to get you 10 years. And get that premium for your home at the time you need to move. Uh, they say the average American will move 11 times, if I remember right, in their lifetime. So we've got a lot of, there's a lot of choices and when and where to move and why. And a lot of times uh, it's for, for not a great reason. You, you're, you're forced to move to uh, go take care of a family member. You're forced to downsize or upsize because new family members are coming in. We never know what life's going to bring us and when we may need to move. So if we maintain our home and so that we're ready at any given time, well, it's just going to keep the value of the home better. It's going to sell faster uh, if it's a competitive market and there's multiple homes on your street that are for sale. A well-maintained home is going to move a lot faster than one that you've got to uh, do a lot of improvements on. And then there's certain things that uh, people will do when they move into a home first that you've got to be aware of. One thing we tell people to do, unless it's just or horrible, uh, don't worry about painting it because that's generally the first thing a new homeowner will do because having the color of the home, something that matches their style, is generally the first thing. So if you spend all this money doing this elaborate paint job and the next homeowner, the first thing they're likely to do is come in and do a different type of paint because we all like to live in our own surroundings that are comfortable to us. And one of the first things we do is change the paint. So here at Rosie on the House, we'll be joined with Jason from First Class Green Cleaning, talking about steam cleaning, along with any question you have about your home, castle, or cabin at one 767 4348 Yes, the answer to the trivia question was James Harden. We've got a ton of right answers here. We'll uh, draw a winner here next. Our 2019 calendars got delivered this week. I mentioned last week there was a delay in getting them that was my fault, and I really didn't have, uh, I didn't understand the explanation on why it was delayed. I just knew it was my fault because I threw away something thinking that, okay, this is, we have six edits that we still need to make before we go to final print. We're going to throw these prints away so the, the bad prints don't go to press, but apparently we still needed those, Sheldon. What, what, what did I throw away? <laughs> well, you threw away the, the hard copy proof, which is what we use to match the color so that we're consistent in printing the calendars so that every page matches what you have okayed. That was the main thing that got thrown away, and that, of course, delayed us a few days, taking us into the new year. Because then that 
had to get reprinted, and then you got to get re back in line on for the printing press behind whoever came in behind you last time. So it, it kind of snowballed and pushed it all a few weeks. Yes, unfortunately, with technology comes also glitches that can happen as we produce things. And, and to make sure that those glitches don't happen, we have to reproof when we don't have the original to begin with. So that, de that delayed us. But all in all, they sure came out great, and everybody should be excited to see them. The paper seems different and uh, nicer and a crisper color than last year. Yes, we went to a, a, a brighter sheet and to a little bit thicker sheet this year, and uh, it should should be a fantastic item. We also uh, perforated the, the coupons so that the customer can end up using the coupons a lot easier than they have in the past. And, you know, we didn't even put coupons in last year. We did all Rosie on the House history. We had designed it with that concept, but we thought, you know, this is our first one. We're going to hog it. So it was all Rosie on the House trivia and this day in history. And But this year on the bottom of each calendar, we did work with our partners for uh, running through the top of my head, uh, off the top of my head. I, or you would think I'd, I'd have a calendar right here in my hand, but I don't. Uh, we've got B&B Blinds has a promotion in there around the rain seasons. The roofers have content, the realtor in Tucson. Uh, all kinds of different, just, you know, things that we spend money on day in and day out. Uh, right. And so that, that makes it really nice so that the, not only do the partners see the benefit of the calendar, but, but yet the end user will be able to use the coupons to be able to contact the partners and be able to get a bigger bang for the buck. So, well, we appreciate you getting those uh, off the press and delivered this week. The mailers, um, if you haven't got it yet, it should be the next day or two. Those got dropped in the mail this week. And yes. That's all done through the, the postal service. The direct mail and printing is something I've learned just enough to realize I don't know anything about it. <laughs> that's okay. I've been doing it for 40 years, and I'm still learning. So, <laughs> Sheldon Wait, well, thank you for uh, helping us understand the delay. And I, I apologize. It was my fault. I thought we're getting revisions, so I'll throw these out so we don't misprint the wrong thing. <laughs> well, I'll have to make sure I get a copy of that because I don't very often get a, 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 a customer telling me that they're um, that it's their fault. So that's a pretty good deal. Thank you. Appreciate all the business, Romy. Gary just walked a calendar into me and additional things in April. You'll hear us, uh, if you've heard this broadcast, we talk heavy about Bonide. Uh, they've got three different great promotions there for Captain Jack's coming up in the prime planting season. Blue Sky Pest Control has some uh, offerings for the first services. So, well, an additional feature that enhances the 2019 calendar. And what the calendar is designed to do is exactly this. If you look at uh, January, it says January 12th, steam, clean, tile, and carpet. And to talk about that, we've got Jason from First Class Green Cleaning to talk about the proper procedure for really deep cleaning your floors. They are the most abused part in a lot of our homes, especially when we have a lot of kids and a lot of pets in the home. The floor, the floor, the floor. How do we properly clean and maintain? Let's start with the obvious, Jason, carpet. Yeah, carpet, the big thing with carpet is vacuuming. I mean, out here in Arizona, we got all that Arizona dust and all that dirt, and, you know, people don't vacuum enough. You know, you need to do it up to two times a week if you can to really help save the carpet. Oh, yeah. I'm. Not, let me get right on that, two times a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people, a lot of people, they're like, oh, okay, we get it done once every two weeks when the maids are here. And the problem is, is it's, you know, it's kind of like if you let your, you know, this, 
if you just you know leave all the stuff and you think about how much dirt gets on everything, the carpet, the problem with the carpet is it gets all scratched up by that dirt. So if you don't vacuum it, you're going to wind up with, you know, carpet that's, you know, it's not even necessarily cleanable. What do you think about these smart vacuums like the Roomba that just go on and do it for you? You know, my, my only concern with those is I'm not sure how big of a recovery they have, you know. Um, like, well, how much can they actually pull up before they're full? Mm-hmm. And how often do you check them to make sure that, you know, are they full or are they just, you know, moving dirt around now? They're not actually picking anything up. Okay. So for our carpets, the, the frequency of how often they're vacuumed, do you have a preferred vacuum cleaner? I mean, is there something I'm looking for when I'm shopping for vacuums that has a certain suction per square inch and in particle pickup? You know, the best vacuum cleaner is the vacuum cleaner you'll use. You know, that's a big thing. I've had a lot of customers say, well, rainbows are the best vacuums around. But, you know, sometimes it can be such a hassle to set up because they don't run with a filter. They use the water as a filter, so it takes so much time to set them up that you're lucky if you use them once every week, you know, at that. So, I mean, if you have a vacuum cleaner that's an upright and it's got a bag and, you know, yeah, a bag is going to be a little bit more, you know, you're throwing things away. But if you use it, it's going to be better for the carpet. Now, if you can get a canister vacuum that you're willing to clean out, um, then that's even better. But, you know, if, if, you're, if it sits in your closet, it's not doing you any good. So if you get one that's really amazing, it's the best vacuum on earth, but it weighs 30 pounds and you can't move the thing. <laughs> I like that answer. The best vacuum is the one you'll use. All right, Tile. Can, can I ask you a quick question before you move on? Jason, what do you think about yeah. the HEPA, HEPA filters? Are they important? Oh, yeah. Yeah, HEPA filters are, are super important because what they do is they keep the – got to think, when the vacuum cleaner is vacuuming, if you've got a beater bar on the bottom, it's beating the carpet to cause all the dirt to move off the carpet fibers – and the suction is pulling all that dirt into the vacuum cleaner, but you only get suction by, you know, equal and opposite reactions, all that, you know, it's got to blow out somewhere to suck in. And if you don't have a HEPA filter over where it's blowing out, then there's going to be little particulates that are flying through the filter and it's getting back on the carpet. So if you have a good HEPA filter on the, on the exhaust port, then you're going to be fine. And how often are we cleaning those filters? Um, you know, if you got to read the, Read the read what the you know the vacuum cleaner manufacturer recommends because some are bigger than others, some are made to go longer, and some are smaller and you have to clean them a whole lot more frequently or even some I believe some have to be replaced they don't even clean necessarily. I, I don't want to admit this, but what the heck? Okay, so I have a vacuum cleaner I like. Uh, I have a mm-hmm. Dyson, and I got to yeah. tell you, it it picks up a lot of dirt off the carpet. But the oh, yeah. and the, and I have an open canister. I clean it out and whatnot. But what I notice is a lot of dirt gets caked in inside the vacuum cleaner. So it's really hard to clean unless you use a hose. Uh, but there are times when I'm, yeah, kind of in a in in a a bind, so I can't go outside and you know hose it on the inside. So I figure mm-hmm. uh, I'll bring it with me when I take a shower. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a shower and clean out the vacuum. Hey, it's two two jobs in one. It's all said and done. <laughs> hey, yeah, there's you know, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't think the only thing is you got to make sure that things dry before you use it again. Otherwise, you it, get more caked on dirt. It takes <laughs> yeah, it takes about a half a day or a full day. Or I'll I'll take a blow dryer and just uh, kind of speed it up a little. Yeah, there bit. you go. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so then moving yeah, from are great vacuums. Moving from carpet to tile. Tiles a big uh, big part of our floors here in Arizona the grout's yeah. the biggest thing we've got to maintain the integrity of mm-hmm. and to yeah, do that grout, oh okay the grout well the thing is is you got to remember if you got ceramic tile or porcelain tile the face of the tile is baked in or, or it's you know it's not it's not absorbent um, so it can't absorb any of the greases and oils so what happens is 
people think they're mopping their floors is the best way to take care of their floors. And the problem is if you're using some kind of cleaning agent, like a pine saw or a Mr. Clean or some of those other things, they'll do a great job of cleaning the dirt off of the surface. But then if you're just using a mop and bucket, it's all falling into the grout joints. And the grout joints are usually Portland cement, and that's real absorbent. And it's just absorbing all that dirty, nasty water. So every time you mop your floor, it's just getting worse and worse. So it's, it's best to, first of all, make sure you sweep the floor really well to get all the Arizona dry stuff off before you start adding water. And then I usually like using soap. I like using steam, the little steam mops, like the uprights with the little pad on the bottom. Um, those are the best because they have some form of recovery, the, pad, the little pad on the bottom, and the steam is going through its chemical-free. So it's not leaving a soapy residue on your floor. And making so, sure uh, once we have a good clean, we get a good seal on there because the seal will help cover uh, up the porousness of it so it's easier to get a good deep clean. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. as far as the grout joint goes, yeah, you seal the grout, though. You don't seal the tile. I've seen people try to mop sealer on the tile. It's like, that's a waste <laughs> of product. Just put it on the grout joint. <laughs> it's not natural stone. The whole thing's absorbent natural stone. That's different. And when we do that and we keep all that stuff from falling in that grout, the grout lasts longer, so we get a longer life out of the floor. The, the porcelain finish on the tiles lasts a lot longer than the grout we use to, oh, for, sure. for lack of better word, glue them together. Yeah, and I'm also looking at, I'm also looking at the looks pretty point, too, because that's, that's my business. It's got to look pretty. And so the grout, if it's supposed to be a tan color and it's a dark color because they've been mopping the floors with you know soap and all that soap's getting to the grout joints, we can clean it back to that tan color, um, but it's just a matter of if you use a steam mop, then you can go, you know, seven years before the floor to grow out starts showing any kind of soiling. Whereas if you're mopping frequently with the wrong stuff, in six months to a year, it looks black grout again. Looks like it's dirty again, and I got to clean it for you. So. And then wood floors, is there a difference, a big difference between how we clean a natural hardwood and, say, a laminate wood floor finish? You know, you just want to be careful with uh, not messing – with the, the coating that's got on top. So I know a lot of the wood floor manufacturers are pushing that. Uh, uh, I've heard uh, that bonus stuff is pretty good for, for wood floor. I'm just, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the bonus stuff for tile. I've seen that leave a lot of residue, but I've had, you know, people that are much more knowledgeable than me in the, you know, dealing with wood, that bonus is the way to go for, you know, just regular mopping. The big thing is, again, if you have a microfiber mop head, if it starts to look even a little dingy, you need to put a new one on. Otherwise, you're spreading mud around, and you just cause a more issue. Jason, a first-class green cleaning. You can find him at rosyonthehouse.com. I know you're on site right now at a customer's home, but if somebody needed to book a professional, they would do that by? They can give us a call at the office. You know, it's 602-996-6993, or they can shoot us an email. We got info at fcgcaz.com, and we'll get them booked up. Jason, thanks for your time this Saturday morning, and I'll let you get back to your uh, your business. Of yep, no problem. Great to hear from you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And we got an email just now from Amy. Said we just heard the explanation on why there was a day, delay in the calendar. I don't care. Can I still get one? Well, yes, you can. Absolutely. We were actually mailing out 2018 calendars through November because uh, somebody, uh, when we were delivering 19, said, "Oh, good, they're 19." When you came by in September, you gave us 18. I'm like, well, there was still September, October, November, December, and every single week we cover something different. So we still had three months of content to knock out 2018. 
But with 2019, we will mail these all year long, and we're working on 2020 right now. Uh, so just send us an email with the address you would like to mail to. We'll add you to the mailing list. We're not going to send you anything else but our calendar once a year um, until you ask to be taken off that mailing list. And it will just continue. You know, about about the year five or six, we'll start doing a lot of repeat of the stuff. And some of the regular things like air filters will be a little bit more frequent on our reminders. But what this ties into is our digital home maintenance app. If you want to take it to the next level, you can schedule this in your home maintenance app. You can go uh, to rosieonthehouse.com slash app, and it'll take you to the next level where you can now do this digitally, and it'll send you reminders to your phone that this has to get done. You can assign it to different people in the house. If uh, you've got multiple people living there, you can break up the chores and the to-dos. You can put in there reminders of materials that you might need for it. So just... Or if you're in Casa Grande, you can stop by the Rosie on the House exhibit at the Casa Grande Home Show. Susan and Lance have a stack of calendars there. You can pick one up there. And all of our partners uh, that are exhibiting at the Maricopa County Home Show that's going down at the fairgrounds have a stack of calendars. So you can pick one up from there if you plan on attending either one of those events. On a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. If your phone ends in 5743, you're the random uh, winner of this week's uh, sports tickets or to the ASU basketball game against Oregon. Just email us the address you would like these mailed to. They are physical tickets, so we drop them in the mail on the way out to the studio. To info at rosieonthehouse.com. Dennis won from Phoenix, won the basketball tickets for the fifth. Deneen and Tempe won the Suns uh, basketball tickets to the first. And uh, they've got Coyote tickets at the Rosie on the House promotions team transit at the Casa Grande Home Show. So if you stop by that event, you win Coyote's tickets. It, we'll send them to anyone that uh, wants to travel to where those sporting events are. So. Something that uh, uh, compliments of our flagship station, KTR, their sister station, the sports. If uh, if you got a hundred thousand dollars laying around that you can use to enter the auction, Randy Johnson's homes for sale. <laughs> did you see this? I it, did see that. It is mind-boggling. It started at twenty-five million, right? That was it the, did, mm-hmm. and the last, and it has dropped down to sixteen million. At the last listing, and now it's going into auction. But you have to be able to put a hundred thousand dollar deposit down. I don't know if you get that back if you lose the auction, but you've got to be able to come with a hundred thousand dollars and be able to prove that you can uh, invest the level uh, for it. But this is a five-acre property. It's got a fitness center. It's and got a movie theater. The, okay, it's got a restaurant. The, the it's important got... <laughs> part of that center, not yeah. not a workout room. A fitness center. center. Did you see yeah. the picture of that? Yes. It looked like a Red Mountain weight loss inside. <laughs> Did only, you say how many square feet? 12,000. The only thing missing is a mall with a uh, food court and, <laughs> and clothing no, 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 stores. No. I mean, this this insane. Folks. It had a tennis court. Right. The garage was immaculate. The den looked beautiful. Five acres. Okay, you only need three for a baseball field. Hmm. This is the big unit. There was no baseball batting cage or baseball diamond. That's what's missing. 
how do you how are you the big unit and you have a house without anything tied to baseball? Fitness center, but come on, a batting cage? Well, you know, uh, maybe, maybe a lane for throwing strike for practicing your fast pitch. You think so? But you know, this was his way to get away from work. You know, it's uh, I don't know. You know, leave it at the office. Yeah, leave it at the office, exactly. Oh, uh, so that was a story that was out this week. Whew, man, I haven't finished calculating the annual expense on that for the greenskeepers. The pool, mm-hmm. the utilities. That's an expensive house to maintain. Twelve thousand square feet on five acres. I do like the five acres. Looking at the aerial shots of it, it is a beautiful desert setting outside of you know what they've uh, built in their own landscape design. But the the rest of the property on the the desert landscape, they did a really nice job so putting you, in that native. You could invite the entire Romero family, and I'm not talking just the. Uh, in- you know, just the intermediate family. You could have the cousins, the cousins, the aunts showing up, and you still have plenty of space to bring in other people. That's how big it is. It's big. It's big. It's big. I didn't know Randy was still in town because I remember when his last home sold, uh, but he's back in town working as uh, at the D-Bex as it is. It says a special assistant to the president and CEO. I don't know what that necessarily means or is involved in but he's also a a really good photographer he's really into photography very good so you have the means i highly recommend it personally i wouldn't want to spend that much time working and maintaining on my home and i i have a really hard time paying other people to do stuff at my house yeah we we are uh there, there are certain exceptions i will make to that uh like when it comes to cleaning the stalls i don't mind paying people to come help me keep uh keep the Six horse stalls cleaned up, uh, mowing the lawn. At first, there was a part. I'm like, no, we're not paying somebody to mow the lawn. But when you have horses, you don't have a lot of other things. And we do miss our green lawn because we haven't been able to keep up with both. So, you know, I, I, I until Remy's, uh, you know, he's only five. So I'll pay somebody till he's can push the, when he can start the lawnmower himself. That's when it, <laughs> that's when it comes back to, uh, uh, a, a do-it-yourself project. If he's using a push mower, man, he's going to be in great shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I well, Whoever buys the house, though, if you want to invite us over, I would love to look at it at least. Just walk through it. Just to Do see a, a tour of the oh, property. Yeah, absolutely. Going going through it. I mean, the movie theater, uh, you, you, like you said, you with the e-delivery service, I know they'll deliver, they deliver groceries now. You would never need to leave this and you're within driving range the problem with our property they only deliver in a 10 mile radius from the grocery store and our closest one's about three times that far so we've got to leave the property this is close enough inside delivery service you would never need to leave that that property and with five acres to play in five acres is a lot of property